Today's episode is brought to you by Moonjoy Meadery. Moonjoy Meadery is a family-owned small batch meadery that cycles through 50-plus mead recipes a year, so there's always something for everyone. If you don't know what mead tastes like, or even if you're an expert, I urge you to give them a try. Want to know where to find them at? They're located in historic downtown Lenore, North Carolina on 110 Church Street Northwest. You can go to their website where they have shipping to 38 states or 39, including North Carolina. And that's at moonjoymeadery.com. You can find them on social media at TikTok and Facebook at Moonjoy Meadery. So guys, be sure to give them a try and also be sure to follow. snap almost 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 deleted everything we wouldn't even had an episode oh my gosh i need to stop playing welcome back everyone to a new episode of it's only life i know i've been gone way too long i told everyone i had uh some some vacation stuff planned out of the country i've just got back and uh i had a lot of fun i had a lot of fun and then unfortunately whenever i did get back uh, work decided to continue going seven days a week so um, I have been relatively busy since the last episode which was a month ago ish and I am incredibly sorry for how long it took to get this episode out I do want to say that uh, so sorry everybody but hey it's only life that's the, that's the rocks I was given, so, you know, I gotta, I gotta take as many birds out as I can, or something like that. I don't know, why don't life give me lemons? I freeze them and throw them at people I don't like. If anybody ever gets handed lemons, I encourage you to do that, please, please. Freeze them and throw them at people you do not like. Alright, so, this episode, uh, I did have some people uh, email me some stuff and send stuff in some group chats that I'm in. Um... And it's only me here today, so I've only got, I think, like, three, I think, one, two, three, yeah, three, okay. Yeah, I only got three stories here. Um, They're relatively short, but they have, two of them has has had me rolling, rolling over in laughter. But the other one, the other one's a good story, too, and it makes you really think how, how prepared you are. So, with that being said... Let's talk about my trip to Mexico. Guys, I went to Cancun, Mexico, and this is by far the best vacation I've taken. Take for granted, I had to take a thousand different plane rides to get there, but it was all worth it because I got to spend some time in Canada and more time in Canada, some time in Atlanta, which was uh, really neat because I was was actually, uh, I think like, like an hour and a half away from my other sister but she she couldn't come by and see me before i left because my plane was literally like booking it minute for minute like i was i was hustling and bustling hustling knees to chest trying to get to my next uh my next plane because the layover there was was not long at all by the time we actually landed because where our flight was delayed whenever uh we was leaving cancun to go to atlanta and because of the delay, the next plane, they they didn't delay the next plane. It's like, run, motherfucker, run. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I, I had to run like crazy to, to make my next my next plane. And then security down there, like, come on, it's a, it's a connecting flight. We've already been checked by the TSA and everything. Like, do we really got to do all this again? They made us, they made me take everything off, all my shoes, my belt buckle, my hat everything made me open my bags what was that i have no idea what that sounded i don't even know if you guys could hear that it sounded like a like a trumpet or something i don't know what that is but um they made me open my bags take everything out of my bags show them my carry-on stuff like it's it was a hassle for a connecting flight that shouldn't i i don't think should have been there and stuff between that having to catch the uh the railway down at the bottom to go to platform c or i guess uh seagate whatever the fuck it is um like that was 
incredibly stressful for no reason. It, it I don't think it should have been that stressful to, to catch a connecting flight. But, eh, it's America. Whatever. Whatever. I ain't complaining. I still made my flight, like, within, like, five minutes to spare. Unfortunately, they... They did not wait for other passengers. Uh, and for that, I'm... Sorry, dog. Fucking means to chest, motherfucker. You too. Catch your flight next time, homie. <laughs> um, but yeah, man. Uh, Mexico was was wonderful, man. For real. Uh, I went to, like I said, I went to Cancun. Went to Coco Bongos. Uh, went to a strip club. I don't know if I should say that or not, but it was it was really neat. I got, I even got to see some sea turtles. I went. Uh, so the first day I was there, like I was. I was really tired because, like I said, I, I flew in from uh, Charlotte to uh, was it Toronto, Canada, and I, I stayed there forever in a day. And then I didn't go to sleep the night before because I was like, "Oh, I gotta get to the airport like fucking four hours early." Like it, it advised me to be there like four hours early, so I had to be there like wee hours in the morning before my flight even happened. And then my flight got delayed like two hours <laughs> because. This is how bad it was. It was so early in the morning. The flight it was like the first flight supposed to be scheduled for takeoff. Like the fucking the, the the crew didn't even show up for the flight. Like we had to wait for the crew to come from the hotel to fly the plane. Like I I don't I never flown a plane. I don't want to fly a plane. But if your job is to fly a plane, show up on time for your job. Other motherfuckers got places to be. <laughs> but, uh, so yeah, uh, I was, I was up late. Like I, I went to bed. Not that night, but the night prior before I left for my plane ride, I, uh, I took a nap at six, woke up at nine and then I left my house by like 11. So I can get there and do all that stuff. That they said I didn't do for the TSA, and the TSA wasn't even fucking open until like four o'clock in the morning. And I'm, I'm in there like, well, shit. What what am I supposed to do? It's everybody here, but nobody's here to check us. <laughs> so, uh, I do see why they they said to to arrive very early because whenever whenever I got there, like the line was outrageously long. Like <laughs> this. Oh my gosh, that, that line was so freaking long. It stretched from one side of the building to the other. And like, Charlotte International is a pretty good size airport. But, uh, yeah, there's, it was to the point where, like, it stretched from, like, where I was. I was in the front of the line, thankfully. And so, I've, um, I already had my bags checked in online. All the thing I had to do was weigh it and then take it to put it on the plane. Uh, the line stretched from the far right end of the airport all the way to the far left end and then started wrapping around to go to the outside and I'm like holy shit like <laughs> I'm glad I'm here <laughs> but uh I don't know I, I never really had a stressful time flying except for this trip for some reason and I won't even say it was really stressful it's, it's just uh, it could have been better it just could have been better <laughs> But, excuse me. Um, whenever I finally got to Canada, uh, someone lost their credit card in a machine. They left, and I was going to buy me a uh, a mobile phone charger. This is this is the reason why I found their their credit card, and uh, you know I was picking out the one that I wanted, and I was like, oh yeah, let me buy that one right there. And I went to take my credit card out to go buy this and I was like oh hold up there's something there's something still in there so I'll pull it out and there's somebody's credit card and I'm like oh shit well let me go ahead and buy my stuff <laughs> then I'll uh, I'll take this up to the information desk and uh, see so if they either can't page the guy or something so I buy that and then I'm like trying to find this information desk and it was by the uh, the stairs where I came down uh, from the first flight deck where I came in from and uh like there's this guy out there. He's like, oh, he's like, he's speaking French, and I'm like, I, I don't understand French. I'm sorry. So I waited and I waited and I waited for him to get done, and then uh, 
the lady looks at me and she says something in French and I'm like, I'm sorry, I speak, I speak English. I'm sorry, dog. I can Google translate this. And then she's like, oh, no, no worry. No worry. I speak English too. And I'm like, oh, thank you. <laughs> thank you. Cause, uh, I will embarrass myself trying to speak French. Cause that, I know we and Mademoiselle. That's, that's it. That's, that's all I know. I think Monsieur, Monsieur. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't speak French. So, um, I was telling her that, you know, I, I went to go buy something and, I found someone's credit card in there and I can't read the name on it because like how heavily worn it is. And it's, it was a very long name. So it's, <laughs> it seemed like the, all the characters kind of ran together and I was like, yeah, I can't read this. So, uh, she's seen it and she's like, Oh my God, this is, this is for the guy that just left. <laughs> and so I'm like, hang on, I'll be right back. So I ran and I chased after this guy. And I'm like, hey, dude, buddy, uh, you're the guy that was just at the information desk, yeah? And he turns around speaking French, and I'm like, oh, fuck. <laughs> I don't speak French. And he's just trying to talk to me and talk to me, and I'm just like, uh, I, I, don't, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. So I pull out my wallet, and I, I flash my, my debit card, and I'm like, I point to it, and I point to him, and I'm like, lose? And I I, I, uh, <laughs> I covered my, my eyes with my hand. And he's like, wee, 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 wee. I was like, come on, follow me, follow me. And I'm, I'm pointing him to the information desk and he gets over there with me. I'm very surprised that fucking worked because if that was me, I look at somebody like they're a dumbass. <laughs> but uh get over to the information desk. He gets his card back and you know she's translating and he's like, Oh, I, thank you very much. And he's like, I don't know what I would have done if if uh if I hadn't gotten this back. Like this is this is like how I'm gonna pay for my entire trip is with my credit card. Cause I can't believe I left it in the machine. Yada yada yada. So you know I did my good deed that day. I got it back to him, and I'm lucky I was he was still there at the airport to give his card back to. So uh, you know things happen for a reason, I guess. Uh, I had to buy a phone charger so I can give the guy his stuff back. I don't know. Maybe he needed it more. I don't know. It's the universe. I don't question it. So <laughs> anyway, so we get to get to Mexico and uh, as I'm arriving in the flight, Cancun going through uh, their customs and I'm like, yo, this airport looks like shit but damn, y'all look like supermodels in here. The lady in there, like we're talking and shit. We're talking and she's like, Oh, your your Spanish is a little off. You must not be from here or something. I'm like, yeah, I'm from the U.S. She's like, oh, okay, like oh, I need your passport. I was about to ask you for it anyway. And I was like, yeah, here's my passport. And you want my number too? <laughs> She's like, no, nah, I, I can't take that right now. It's unprofessional. I'm like, ah, oh. sad face. So um, got through and stuff. And it's this is as I when I when I had it in my mind, I was like, when I go back, I'm gonna ask for a number or something. I don't, I don't mind going back down to Mexico. It, it, it's beautiful down there. <laughs> so, uh, get through customs and then 15,000 people wanted me to rent a car from them or something. And I'm like, oh, no, nah, I'm, I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> like, like, leave me alone. I'm good. <laughs> and then, uh, I talked to my driver. He was on the way. And then my phone started acting crazy and not sending messages, not receiving messages. It was a hassle. It was a hassle. But I did manage to get a hold of my driver and stuff. Uh, his English wasn't very good. Luckily, I know some Spanish. I'm not going to say I'm fluent or whatever, but I, I can I can get around. <laughs> Even though it might not sound like it or it might not seem like it or whatever. But, uh, yeah, I was able to get to my, my driver and was able to meet up with him at a specific location. And, uh, yeah, dude, we drove for like 20 minutes into the, uh, the hotel zone, uh, in Cancun, got to my resort. Absolutely stunning. Like it's take for granted. There's still some things under construction at the resort because they're, they're remodeling it making it more up to date and better, better experience for anybody that comes there. Um, but it was absolutely beautiful. And I do want to give a shout out to uh, Cyan uh, Hotel Resort and Spa. They, they're wonderful. 
drinks there were wonderful. The the people there at the in the desk office, like they they're very very great people, and was able to point me in the direction that I wanted to go to for some of the things that I've done. And uh, and as a beachfront property too, and they had like sea turtle area for the sea turtles to come and lay their eggs and stuff. It was super nice, super super nice. And uh, I'll be sure to upload a couple pictures of uh, of my trip in Mexico. I really didn't take a whole lot. I didn't bring my camera with me, but I did take my phone. Um, but a lot of things that I'd done, I couldn't really take pictures. I could, but I I. I take the risk of messing my, my phone up. So I, I really didn't want to. So, uh, for the most part, my phone stayed off Well, not off, but like it, it stayed in my bag. It stayed in my bag for the most part of the trip. Um, but yeah, man, like the, uh, the hotel was amazing. Beautiful pool. Uh, they had security everywhere down there. Everybody like it. I felt safer there than, than I do back here in the States. And that's that's crazy because like down there, I was like, oh, I'm uh, not gonna be able to take my guns. I'm not gonna have nothing down there for me. And I really didn't even need to, man. Cause like between the security guard, the police and the Marines down there, like that place was very secure. And I'll, I'll tell you some more about, about why I know it's secure for sure. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I got down there and uh, first day, you know, I, I went down to the beach, kicked back, watched the waves crash in on the shore. It was nice. It was really nice. Uh, then the, what was it? Second day. Yeah. The second day, uh, I went and I read a book down by the beach. Uh, Trevor Noah, Born a Crime. If you ever get a chance to read it, do read it. That is a wonderful, wonderful book. Uh, if you're more like the listener type, there is an audio book out for it. Uh, I believe it's read by Trevor Noah. Uh, it's it's really good too because I done the audio book as well. Uh, my first time reading the book a couple years ago, and then I just wanted to reread it because that that's how good of a book it is. Like you you want to reread this book, so I, I highly recommend that book for sure. Um. So yeah, uh, the second day I went down to the beach, read a book, uh, drank some uh, some pina coladas down there. It was it was really nice, really nice, and I, I pretty much stayed by the beach the entire day. The entire day I stayed by the beach. Uh, and then that night, I met uh, a couple from Philly, and they they were really cool. I I did not expect to really meet anybody uh, while I was out there. And I do want to go ahead and give a shout out to, to Danny and Bob. Uh, if you guys are listening, what's up, everybody? So I hope you guys are doing well up in Philly. Uh, See, so yeah, I met them and we exchanged our contact information. Like, it's, it's weird how we met because uh, he he was wanting to come up there and like get some food from the from the barn. And he's like, yo, uh, we don't we don't we don't serve food past like seven o'clock, I think it was. And it was like ten o'clock at night. And. Uh, yeah, you know, I was like, "Yo, I'm uh, I think there's a restaurant uh, right across the street called uh, K, or the KM 19.5, like kilometer 19.5." Um, uh, I'm gonna go over there in a minute. He's like, "Really?" I was like, "Yeah." I was like, "Uh, yeah, I'm about to about to hop over there and see what they got." And he's like, "Yo, uh, he's like, my girl's gonna be coming down in just a second. He's like, "Why don't uh, why don't we all go together?" I was like, "Really?" He's like, "Yeah." So we all went over there together, and this this is how we met. Like we we talked, we communicated. We shared some laughs and stuff. We all ate together. It was it was really really nice, really nice, and I, I do enjoy that uh, moment. And uh, I will hold that I will hold that near and dear to me uh, for some time to come, for real. Because uh, it's so strange how how you meet some people and it's it's crazy when you do meet them and you look back and you're like, oh my god, like I don't think this was supposed to happen, but it did happen. So. Needless to say, I, uh, I hope that uh, we can continue our friendship uh, far out from here and see where things go. And, and hopefully uh, they're able to make this trip to Egypt with me here uh, later on this month. If not, you know, there's there's always other opportunities to travel and meet up 
Uh, so yeah, which we got, we got our contact information and stuff there. So yeah. Uh, so the next day after that one, I went to the state of Yucatan, 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 Mexico. Uh, I went to, I don't want to pronounce this wrong. Let me, uh, let me look back here and, and, uh, get the correct, the uh, correct stuff here. So I don't see this wrong. Uh, Alright, I uh, went to uh, Valladolid. Valladolid. And uh, Chichen Itza. Chichen Itza. And some of the things I've done in uh, Valladolid is I went to a uh, chocolate place where they've they done a homemade chocolate. That was really cool. Uh, I went to Kukuklan, Kukuklan, Khan, Chichukan, Chichukan. There it is. My bad. I, I'm told you I'm bad with names. Bad with names. Uh, I went to Chichukan and uh, met some indigenous people. Uh, bought some stuff there. Everything there helps them out uh, as far as their their people goes because they don't they don't really get granted money from the Mexican government or anything like that. Uh, to my knowledge, as far as what they told me. Uh, every, every bit of money that they get is from stuff they make by hand. And, uh, they do a lot of, uh, obsidian work, stuff like that. And yes, by all means, you can easily get stuff cheaper on Amazon that are done by machine and yada, yada, yada. And you can find stuff cheaper, cheaper going to like places that are, uh, highly touristy areas and stuff like that's that's one thing you can do uh but I, I wanted to make sure you know like the money money's being spent for a, a good purpose you know so I, I ended up spending several hundred of dollars there at that place and uh it was to the point where they uh they took me to the house of the shaman and i was like oh shit this this is where shit gonna get fucked up at, cause they're they're just leading me over here, and I'm like, yo, where are we going? And he's like, yo, you gotta you gotta come to the shaman, you gotta come to the shaman. It's like we never had anybody spend as much money here at one time. He's like, please come with me, please come with me. He's like, tell the shaman, and I'm like, okay. So I'm like just following this dude blindly to some random person's house, and the shaman's there, and he he tells the shaman what's going on and stuff, and he's like, hey, uh, he's like, if you don't mind, uh. Would you would you would you be okay if I were to bless you and the items that you bought? And so he's like, you're really helping us out by doing this. He's like, nah, I just want to be able to return the favor for you. And I'm like, yeah, sure, sure. So uh, he ended up blessing me. Uh, that's that was a really cool experience for real. Uh, I was a little emotional to be honest, because it's just I don't know. It's it was it was an experience for sure. And uh, that's 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 really really cool uh, to have happen to me. So uh, yeah, and I was able to get some stuff blessed and uh, give it to some people that I care about. So uh, it, it it all worked out. It all worked out. <laughs> um. So yeah, that was my uh, visit to uh, Chichukan. And then I found some tequila over that way too, uh, at another place we stopped at. And, uh, this place, uh, had hand batched tequila, uh, and it was only found in two places and it's, they're both in Mexico and it's one was there and the other was at the place where it was distilled at. Uh, they have like walking tours and stuff and you can, you can buy it there, but it's not found anywhere else for sale in Mexico, US, Europe, Africa, anywhere. So I had to buy a bottle, <laughs> uh, and it was so good. It was uh, it was some mango tequila. Oh my god, that's probably the best tasting stuff ever. And it was like you can see like the bits of mango in it, and it was uh, it was great. It was really great. Uh, I ended up drinking it with uh, Danny and Bob, and then uh, same night that we drank that, uh, we met another guy from uh, Portland, Oregon. Hey, Oregon in the house. 
Um, his name was Mike, and he was a really cool cat, really cool cat. Uh, just opened up a business, landed his first big contract, completed it, and decided to go on a celebratory trip to no other than Cancun, Mexico. So uh, met him, we exchanged contact information there as well. And uh, Mike, if you're listening to this, uh, I hope I hope uh, hope you enjoy, man. Hope you enjoy the, the podcast to this point, and uh, hope you become a long time subscriber. <laughs> uh, see, I am going to take a quick break, and I will be back momentarily. All right, guys, I'm back from the break. Uh, that took a little bit longer than I expected, like uh, seven hours longer. <laughs> it is uh, 3.49 in the morning. So, uh, yeah, that, that took, uh, took a lot longer than anticipated. Um, Let's see if I can remember where I put off. Uh, I was talking about the tequila, the, the tequila, mango tequila. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Mike. Talked about meeting Mike. Um, all right, so yeah, so on my next trip, uh, from uh, Chichuclan, Chichucan, I uh, went to Chichen Itza, which uh, they have the, the Mayan pyramids and the ball court. I'll post pictures of that, guys. Let me tell you, if you ever get a chance to go to Chichen Itza, go for it like, absolutely go for it. It is an amazing site and it will truly humble you for real. Uh, I was told that st- I haven't really done much research into that. And I, I love pyramids. Anybody that knows me knows I love pyramids. I love history. And that's one of the reasons I'm going to uh, to Egypt is for the history part. Like, it's, that entire time I'm going to be in Egypt is, is mainly just for education. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, uh, the uh, pyramids and Chichen Itza the main pyramid there that everybody notices uh i didn't think it was as big as it is there's no photos there's no videos that i have that do it any justice but i will post what i have though uh on our social media so be sure to check us out on facebook and i think it can go onto the website i'm not sure i have to i have to check see if i can add pictures to the website or not but if I can add pictures to the website, best believe I'm putting pictures on the website. <laughs> um, but social media for sure. Social media for sure. Um, I know I said I'm um, like 15,000 times. I'm so sorry. I'm trying to work on that. But Mexico was... Back to, back to the thing I was telling you. Mexico was an amazing trip for me. Super amazing. I highly, highly, highly recommend it if you want to to go experience something new something something fun i've went to chichucan chichen itza um the day after that uh my friend danny and them they left and then uh you know i ended up booking uh some parasailing stuff uh so i went parasailing that literally scared the absolute shit out of me because when I went up they was like you're gonna have a fun time you're gonna have a great time and I'm like alright cool so I'm going up and I'm like yo this is pretty fun you know and I didn't like I said I didn't want to risk losing my phone in the ocean or anything so I, I didn't record and like I said my, my phone was in my bag most of the time that I was in Mexico um but the uh Parasailing was very fun until the wind blew so hard. I went directly sideways, like linked over. And I was like, oh shit, this is where I'm going to fucking fall and hit the shit like concrete and die. That I literally, and I shit you not, I almost shit a brick in my pants like that. That scared me so damn much. I've never been so scared in my life like that. I was up one way and then the next time I blinked, I was on the whole nother like, like way. Like I was like sideways that scared the shit out of me almost (laughs) uh but nevertheless though it was 
a very fun experience, even though I swear to God, almost died. And uh, it was, it was fun. It's, it's what I needed. It's what I needed. And then, um, you know, uh, I, I, anybody that knows me know I love sea turtles. There was a thing that they built where the sea turtles came and like laid their eggs. And it was one night. It was like, was it my second or third night there? I don't know. First, I don't know. It was one of the. It was one of the, like the first three nights there. I was uh, I was out by the beach, and so just sitting down under the cabana uh, at night, watching the waves roll in. And here comes sea turtles on the shore, and I'm like, yo, this, what? So uh, I got to see sea turtles go up and lay their eggs. Really really neat guys really neat and uh thankfully you know like i said the uh the i think it's the mexican government that did this they made the uh little shelter things for them to come and lay their eggs and i don't know how they know where to go to lay their eggs i don't know if they were trained i don't i don't know shit <laughs> but uh they went into these boxes and stuff that are made and stuff where it keeps uh keeps like seagulls and people out from stepping on them and they went in there and they laid their eggs and they buried them. Like they have these mounds of sand where the eggs are, and that's that was super neat, super neat. I I love sea turtles. That is that is my thing. If you want to love me, make me love make make me love you. Whatever, just sea turtles, sea turtles. But uh, I went snorkeling by a reef. Got to see all sorts of wild fish. Wild fish, of course, they're wild. Uh, all different types of fish. There we go. Uh, seen one sea turtle while snorkeling and, uh, lots of other people snorkeling too. Kind of, kind of discouraging there, but, um, I wanted that magical experience to be, be for me alone, but I guess everybody wanted that for them too. So I ruined theirs. They ruined mine. Fuck them. <laughs> uh, anybody that's, uh, was in Mexico the same time I was, no, I promoted my podcast down there and I told him, I said, yo, check us out. Be sure to check us out, check us out, check us out. You know, and I told him uh, it might be a little while for another episode. And I know I should have, I should have told you guys this. I put it on social media or something and I never did. And I'm sorry about that. Uh, but work has, work has slammed us and, you know, between traveling and work. So like we've been working seven days a week, just about like maybe one day off and I'm I'm sorry I'm not getting up jumping doing a podcast I'm, I'm mainly sleeping on one day off um but today I was surprised by by work so that's why that's why we're getting on this thing and not waiting until next week and next weekend though uh I will drop I'm gonna try to drop two if not three episodes uh next weekend uh see where that goes I'm gonna try to try to get my sister on the podcast and talk about some stuff that we was doing growing up. All the good, fun, crazy stuff. Think I'm think I'm crazy. You should you should hear my sister. <laughs> but uh, I'm not really sure how to do that yet. Um, so we're gonna we're gonna try that out. So that is my my cereal. I was trying to eat some cereal earlier. Uh, let's see. There was something else I wanted to say before I jump into the uh, few listener uh, life stories that I have. <sighs> let's see. What was this in my notes? It might be in my notes. Uh, Okay, okay, yeah. There we go, here we go. Um I don't know if anybody likes poetry. I, I like poetry. And while I was in uh Mexico, you know, I I made this one right here. Uh, Lost among the stars so bright, a million points of shining light, the universe so vast and wide, a place where we can all reside. The planets spin and comets fly as we gaze up into the sky. The constellations we can see, a map of the sky can be. A map of what the sky can be, my bad. 
We're humbled by the Milky Way and all the mysteries on display. We feel so small, so very meek, and we stand beneath the starry peak. But in the darkness, we can find a sense of peace within our mind, for when we're lost among the stars, we're reminded of how small we are. I don't know if anybody likes poetry. Like I said, I, I like poetry. I fuck with poetry. That's... I guarantee that's not what I wanted to say. <laughs> but I can't find it, so that just sounded like it, it filled the place. <laughs> Alright, guys. Um, let's go ahead and jump into our, uh, our three listener stories our first story is coming from lane uh most i think all of these yeah all of these are uh from first responders our first one is from lane and he writes what's up guys not the funniest but most memorable moment that i had had an 80 year old male with colon cancer apparently he went to bed just fine at 1 a.m a family member wakes up and finds him with an altered level of consciousness, so they called 911. We pulled up to the corner. All the doors and windows are open, and the family is crying. Furniture is on the lawn at 1 a.m. I'm like, what the fuck is happening? The family just points and mumbles. We go down a hallway, and there is a black drag trail down the hall and into a room. Also, black handprints all over the wall. We go and open the door. The entire toilet was black. The entire counter was black and dripping. And I kid you not, an entire jacuzzi tub was completely full of black liquid. It was poop. It was shit, caca, whatever you want to call it. Like 300 gallons worth. I don't know how. And in the middle of this tub was our patient fucking neck deep in a shit flavored abyss. We couldn't. I couldn't. Hell, he shit the entire house and there was nowhere to shower him. I was I was sure as fuck wasn't sticking my arm looking for the plug. We burritoed him in three or four layer blankets and waterproof sheets. It worked good enough. When we got to the hospital, we told them to take him to a decon room immediately and they ignored. Anyway, they got him in the room and when they cracked the seal, six grown men came out running and vomiting. That's my crazy story. Hope you guys like it. <laughs> Thank you, Lane. Uh, being a first responder uh, for a while, I can I can tell you I've had some crazy stories. Like there was a uh, one guy, Vietnam veteran. Uh, I'm I'm pretty sure he he passed away uh, after the the day I met him. Um, he is, his vitals are tanking and the home health nurse that she couldn't find out what was causing it. And so they called us and when we got there, you know, his blood pressure was low and his pulse and stuff was low. Everything, everything was tanking. And I was like, Oh shit. You know, let's, let's kind of go. <laughs> um, so we get him in the ambulance and, uh, I'm like, I need, I need to get your temperature. You know, you can't hold it in his in his mouth. I don't want to put it in the armpit. I was like, I need an internal temperature. So I was like, buddy, I'm sorry. I, I got it going through your bottom and uh, get your temperature. As soon as I turned him over a bit to where I could get a, a, a thermometer probe in his anus or in his not a, in his rectum, whatever you want to call it correct term here um i found out he had a lower gi bleed and anybody in the medical field if you or anybody outside of the medical field if you ever smell a lower gi bleed and you know what a lower gi bleed is you can never unsmell it you will forever in your day know what that smells like <laughs> it is so horrid so so hard um so I, I get a i get a temperature and whenever i pull it out he like bottle squirt shit all over me and i uh i almost lose it i'm holding my composure the best that i can trying to to, to be a, a better person and you know I, I know this guy is, is sick and is not doing well and he don't mean it of course 
and it's, it's only natural. It just so happened I was in the line of fire. But he, uh, like I said, he it was like squirting a bottle of ketchup and watching just go all over me. And I was like, uh, uh. <laughs> so um, I have been shitted on. So Lane, don't don't feel discouraged. Don't feel bad. You're not the only one that has had shit. Um, I'm not sure which one which one will be worse. 300 gallons of shit or my lower GI bleed shit, but either way, I guarantee it sucked. <laughs> so Lane, I, I, I get you, man. Stay strong, stay in there. And, um, you know, I, I know you, I know you know this already. We, we never done it for the money and stuff. It wasn't for the income. It was always for the outcome. And, uh, you know, even though I'm no longer a first responder or anything, guys, you, you guys still have my heart. You guys still have my prayers out there. And uh, keep doing what you do, man. You're making the, the city better each day. Uh, you're, man, you're not recognized enough for the type of stuff you guys do and put up with. And uh, I just want to let you know you guys are, you guys are heroes to somebody. If not somebody, it's me. I'm always going to be rooting for you. <laughs> All right. The uh, the next story we got is from Tori. Use a she, her pronouns. Uh, okay. Uh, thanks for normalizing pronouns. I, I heard that from another podcast. And that's why we drink. But uh, if, if you're trying to normalize pronouns, uh, thank you. Good job. You, you've done it. Um, but she says, hey, what's up? Only Life podcast crew. Said, this is a story of when I was a medic during my second year. My second year of being a medic. Okay. Says, I had a partner who had IBS. IBS is irritable bowel syndrome, if, if nobody knows. Says, uh, we were eating lunch and got dispatched to a cardiac arrest 25 minutes away. We had made it about halfway. He's in the passenger seat sweating and couldn't sit still. He said, I got a shit bad. Like, what the fuck do you want me to do about it? <laughs> a few minutes later, he said, I'm not kidding. I can't make it. Our service is extremely small. Our service is small and extremely rural. My apologies. So not like we could ask for another unit to go instead. I jokingly said, well, you could shit in the trash can. To what, to an extent, he said, pull over and let me in the back and I'll shit in the trash can. <laughs> So I'm half laughing and half disgusted, but I pull over and he jumps in the back. We pull up to a red light and have to stop to clear traffic at the inter- at the intersection. And my partner is standing in the wheel well. So there's this little boy in the car beside us. And he starts yelling out the window, waving at my partner, who is currently shitty trying to say hi. My partner starts screaming, get me the fuck out of here. This kid is watching me shit. Oh man, this kid is watching me shit. Fuck, I should have heard this one. Um, uh, this so naturally, we sat there for a few more seconds for traffic to move. All while the little boy was just so excited, <laughs> waving and smiling. Needless to say, the patient was dead and the trash can was too, and the truck smelled like a dead animal for a solid hour. Hope you and guys enjoy my misery. <laughs> oh my god. Oh man. Oh man. Uh, Tori. Tori. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Uh, I can't ever say I, I ever had anything come remotely close to that. The closest thing I can think of is I just sat down on the toilet one day and the tones rang out. It was for a uh, breathing difficulty with emergency response. And uh, in our county, we have, I think it's three, three minutes where, uh, where we have to acknowledge the, the tones and, you know, be like, hey, we're en route. You know, whatever unit we're on, we're on route, you know, whatever. Um, 
But yeah, that was probably the quickest shit I've ever had in my life. Uh, <laughs> that's the closest thing I've ever came to that uh, in, in any any time ever. Um, <laughs> sorry, Tori, that your your story really caught me off guard <laughs> with the little kid. Um, hopefully that. Well, you, you said you're not a medic no more, so I don't know. Uh, <laughs> hopefully, you got you a good laugh out of that, um, and that had made some lasting memories to make sure. If you ever do get the EMS again, uh, make sure your partner uses the bathroom before you head out on a call or something, or uh, whenever you, you get somewhere to eat lunch, because it seems like. If you're doing something you want to do or you're getting lunch or something like that, that is the time that the radio tones will definitely call out. And it, it comes at the at the worst times you could probably have one come out. Uh, if you're still in contact with your old partner, tell him, uh, tell him, keep on trucking and use the bathroom more frequently. And our last is from Tracy. Tracy says, hi guys, my crazy tale is when me and my three friends all decided to go on a camping trip in the Appalachian Mountains. She said, we were excited to spend more time in nature and enjoy some fresh air. Everyone packed their tents, sleeping bags, and food, and sat out on the trip. The first few days went great. We hiked, fished, and swam in the river. We were having a blast. But on the third night, things took a turn for the worse. We were sitting around the campfire when a friend of mine heard a loud noise coming from the woods. Everyone tried to ignore it, but it kept getting louder and closer. Suddenly, when we thought there was a monster about to pop out, it was a bear. He appeared out of the woods and started to charge at us. I was the only one that quickly grabbed a bag that had some food and a few bottles of water, and we all ran in different directions. We thought we could find our way back to the campsite. But shortly after finding each other, we realized that we were lost. We all tried to re retrace our steps, but we couldn't find our way back. We were lost in the woods with little food and or with no food and with little water other than what we had on us. And it wasn't much. There's a few granola bars, some muffins, and some jerky. I knew we had to stay calm and come up with a plan. We decided to build a shelter using branches and leaves. And my friends also started a fire to keep warm and to try and signal for help. We knew we had to conserve our energy and ration out what little bit of food and water we had. A few days went by and our group was still, our group was still lost. We were getting weaker and weaker and more desperate. We tried to signal for help by using a mirror to reflect the sunlight but no one had came. Finally, on the fifth day, we heard a helicopter in the distance. We started to wave our arms and shout for help and use the helicopter to try to signal the help. Try, try to use the mirror to signal the helicopter for help. Um, they spotted us and shortly after sent down a rescue team after spotting us. Our group was saved and taken to the hospital to be treated for dehydration and malnutrition. This is all kind of embarrassing considering I'm a special operations paramedic. Hope you guys get a laugh at this as much as I did. Thanks. I need to know more of that story, Tracy. I need to know more. Like, message me out more. I, I need more details on that one. That was... What? Oh, man. And I was, I was just telling uh, a couple friends of mine that I would love to hike the Appalachian Mountain or Appalachian Trail because uh, it, it spans across several states, like 2,000, I think, 39 miles or something like that. Uh, from, I think, Georgia all the way up to Maine. Uh, Tracy, if you would, uh, if you're listening, please uh, send me send me some more details on that. And uh, let me know what, what all happened. Like, what? Go into details about the days. <laughs> uh yeah, God, I wish I had one more story. I really do. 
Um, I don't, though. I don't. All right. Well, guys, uh, all thing I can say about those stories is, you know, sometimes life gives you punches, and you either got to roll with it or you got to hit back. And uh, that's, that's your only choices you really got, you know? So don't be too mad. Laugh some things off. Take some things more seriously because it's only life and we only get one, so don't waste it. And um, if you guys have any stories that are any any kind of wildlife stories or anything, be sure to hit me up. Go to our website, onlylifepodcast.com. Hit the contact us button. Fill that out. Be sure to leave your first and last name and uh, title it with, you know, a crazy story, my crazy story. And tell us what you got, man. Tell us what you got. Uh, that'll go directly to our email, and we will we will receive that, and we will get you guys out on an episode. Uh, I do have a small business I would love to shout out, uh, but I will do that one on the next episode that's coming up weekend. I'll be sure to shout them out. Uh, this this episode right here is was mainly my travels and some story, listener stories. Hope you guys enjoyed the stories for real. Like they that one from I think her name's Tori. That one almost brought me to tears laughing so hard. I'm a little kid. <laughs> um, like I said, hope you guys like everything. Uh, be sure to check out our sponsor, uh, their website and their social. Of course, all that stuff will be linked down in the bottom. And you can go on their website and, and uh, click on their social links from there. You can also go to our website and go to our sponsors page. Check them out uh, on there. And it will give you a direct link. Uh, be sure to follow us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Be sure to check out our social media and our website. Be sure to uh, like, subscribe, and give us a review as well. Uh, if you guys want us to do anything in the podcast, start doing anything, let us know, guys. And we want to make this podcast as fun as possible. Uh, I know most of the time it's just me. But uh, let me know what you guys want, and I'll try my best to make it happen, guys. I'll try my best to make it happen. Other than that, love you guys. It's been great coming back on here. And I will see you guys next time.